0: Hello and welcome to Choosing a Life of Wellness, a podcast series brought to you by Orchard Place, the wellness capital of London. In this series, thought leaders, tastemakers and industry experts come together to discuss what it means to choose a life of wellness. Orchard Place at the Broadway is a new city culture and a contemporary wellness destination that is set to reinvigorate Westminster. Find out more by following us on Instagram at orchard.place. Hi, I'm here with Alex Nichol, who's the director of BXR and Sweat by BXR. Alex, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your background?
1: Yeah, so I got into the uh, fitness industry around six, seven years ago now. Previously before that, I'd had a background in uh, nightlife and uh, consulting for hotels and restaurants and bars. And I was able to find myself into the fitness industry and uh, met my co-founder, Olia Saradova. And we created our BXR and Sweat by BXR. Uh, we launched our flagship gym in Maribone in back in 2017. Yeah, it's a long time ago now, but it's been good.
0: And do you think um, coming from the sort of nightclub industry into the fitness industry, I mean, I presume that it actually changed your mindset towards fitness and your overall well-being? Yeah,
1: 100%. When I finished up university, I had an opportunity to work for a concierge lifestyle company. And my position back then was looking after the nightlife and events department for this concierge company. So I was spending my life brokering deals at the latest restaurants, bars, and nightclubs, and I was hosting events and parties. So I was really understanding the London scene, which created an opportunity for me to then invest and um, get involved with the ownership of nightclubs. And then at my height, I had two or three of them that I was involved with. For me, when I was within this industry, I was always at the front of our venues, meeting and greeting clients, understanding them. So I was always on the forefront and I felt that being presentable and looking the part was very important. And so I started to take note of what I was eating, how I was sleeping and making sure that I was in good shape and feeling fit and healthy to be able to host evenings and you know, nightlife is long nights, and um, you know there's partying involved. So you want to be able to then kind of burn those excesses off the next day. So I started understanding that finding a routine within, like going to the gym, some healthy eating habits, certainly was helping me deal with the stress of owning and running nightclubs. And when the nightlife industry was starting to take its toll on me, and I wanted to think about a career change, I had two opportunities come up. One was consulting with my hotel groups, so House uh, hotels, and then after that, working with the Morgans Hotel Group. And in both of those placements for me, I put forward an interest that as much as I would help them with their nightlife and the restaurants and bars elements of their venues, I really wanted to also work a little bit with their health and wellness and learn more and more about this. And so this started my transition into those kind of arenas. And at some point, I just made that decision that I wanted to be more in health and wellness and operating venues that would promote that, more so than nightlife. And that's where the opportunities for BXR and Sweat by BXR came about.
0: So tell me about the concept of BXR and Sweat right. BXR.
1: BXR was created by my uh, business partner, Olios Saradova. She had the genius idea of bringing the idea of high-end boxing to central London. I think she had seen... All the Victoria's Secret models in New York, all boxing, and it was a bit of a phase and a bit of a craze, and it was something that she really wanted to do. And at the same time as she was creating her concept or ideology, I was uh, following the rise of the pay to train studios and how the development of places like Soul Cycle and Barry's Boot Camp were coming to the forefront of the market. And I had stumbled upon a, a product called Aversa Climber, which I became addicted to and was climbing every day. And it created a concept on Aversa Climber and was creating a pay-to-train hit studio, which would combine climbing and weights and all of this. And we had some very fortunate friends who kind of steered us together. And Ollie and I met and we shared our business plans and we we found a way to create BXR and Sweat by BXR. And we were the first gym in central London to ever put a uh, private member's gym and a pay to train studio together in one location, it had never been done before. We always, you'd have pay to train studios like a Barry's or a SoulCycle and you'd have a gym like an Equinox or a Third Space, but we'd never seen the concept where the two would come together in one building and that's what separated us and made us very unique uh, in 2017.
0: And I guess it's a pretty competitive industry, so yeah, do okay. you have competitors?
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> very competitive. <laughs> And I think the problem is when you when you offer both sides of the spectrum, then you have even more competitors. Some of the brands I've spoken about in our private members gyms, we certainly go up against the likes of uh, Equinox and Third Space here in central London. Two phenomenal brands Uh, like with us. We offer a very high end service, a high end product. Our differentiation product there is our boxing element. Traditionally, boxing, especially in East London, kind of that spit and sawdust kind of gyms. When you come to BXR, it's a high-end members gym with steam and saunas and everything like that. We kept that kind of feeling in BXR. We've got brick walls and we've got paintings and drawings and murals on the wall. So it has a very rustic feeling, but it's still very much within a high-end environment. And then on the pay-to-train environment, wow, yeah, that's definitely a very competitive market. We certainly go up against the best. The it's Soul Cycle, whether it's Barry's Bootcamp and anything like that. People love choice now in their fitness choices, especially in their class environment. So we go up against everyone in that environment. We're fortunate because we are the only company in the UK and in Europe actually, who has Versa Climbing classes. So that is our distinction product and it's actually our signature product within our pay to train environment. And that kind of stands us up against the rest. So we're very happy to have our, our own kind of thing.
0: Do you think apart from the fitness aspect of it all, Is community a big part of that? Maybe people's overall holistic well-being?
1: I think community is key to these brands and to the success. You can always build four walls. You can always design something. You can always add equipment. But to create community, that takes your leadership team, your management team, and your training team to bring that together. And that was going to always be key for us at BXR. And it was going to always be difficult for us at BXR because a boxing gym, would predominantly have more males in it. Your paid to studio would predominantly have more females in it. So when we created the concept by separating the two over the two different floors and then creating a very large community space downstairs, we have um, 1,500 square feet of just a community cafe, bar, juice place, which is actually one uh, we have joined the Juice in there actually with us. And this created just this melting pot for a community atmosphere, which gyms had never seen before like this. So people would come to be you can hang out during the day, you can open your laptop, you can work from there, you can have a join the juice. All the guys come down from the gym and they will come downstairs and all the ladies have been in the classes and you get this great mixing. And we, we've done some fun things like we have a mixed steam room in between our two changing rooms. So we're very much about hosting community events. We host all the boxing um, events live on our TV. So every once a month, there's always a community event in there. We host our Christmas party. We host a summer party. So as a gym... And I guess with mine and Ollia's background, we certainly are used to throwing parties and events. And so um, we create a lot of social engagements. Uh, we have also launched two products, which are very much about this. We've created something called BXR Experiences, which is this idea of that we have BXR retreats, which is a massive part of our community, which I'll come to in, in a minute. But we also have BXR Experiences where we'll do trips and we'll go to different countries and we'll host fitness elements with them. So... Yeah, our database and our community is key to us and key to our success, I think.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's really becomes, people make a choice, you know, to make it a lifestyle choice, isn't it? They can they can have their fitness, they can have their fun. Yeah. So you want them to do that, don't you? Because yeah. then it brings them in as well to the classes mm. so they're not feeling that they might just, you know, do something individually. They get that nice community mm. feel to it all.
1: In order to have that, I think you have to have an all-round product to a point. You have to be able to give your clients things that they can do and be part of all the time. So having you know a juice bar and a a cafe and a lounge means people can be there and have food and do work and they can meet other members. To be creating associations, to offer holidays, it gives opportunities for more people to meet more people and that can create the community. If you just have a one-stop shop and there's nothing more, then it's hard for that community to develop, I find. So the more things that you can offer, the more opportunity to have your members and clients meeting each other the better. And also, I think location is always going to be key for that. We're very fortunate, you know, with the flagship in Marlebone, certainly a hub spot of, you know, health and wellness and great restaurants and bars and community atmosphere and boutique atmosphere. So it certainly plays in our favour.
0: And what about, dare I say, it, the pandemic?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the two-year stopgap.
0: <laughs> I imagine it really affected, you know, the, the fitness industry.
1: Yeah.
0: And what about, did you have to adapt your concept accordingly? Like, tell yeah. us a little bit about it.
1: I think when you're forcibly shot by a government for 12 months, it's a very difficult and testing time for you as a business, for, for, for everybody personally. Um, from business aspect, we had to work hard at protecting the business and business survival. And at first, that was key to myself and others. How do we make sure this brand will be around when this whole situation ends? So that was the first thing we had to do. The second thing we then knew we had to do was reach out to our community, to our trainers, to our members, and do our best to look after them in a situation as best we could. And we hosted an array of online and digital elements to keep our clientele as involved as we could uh, during this time. And as soon as we had opportunities to be able to bring them back in any space or form, we hosted. uh, We were very fortunate to work with Westminster and we were able to take an outside training space. So we basically moved our whole gym outside. And as soon as people could start training again, we had them training in the park. So we did as much as we could within the confines of what was allowed to be done. And we then really concentrated on, for the brand, how we would get out of this. And that was key. And this was the development element. And this was finishing off a deal in Qatar and we opened up one of our studios in Doha. This was finishing our deal at a flagship location at 22 Bishopsgate and we've just opened that. This was um, signing Battersea Power Station. This was hosting retreats. So as the pandemic ended, we actually had an array of products and services and new locations. So it's made our brand look very strong and now that's what we're trying to deliver in this year. But for me, I I don't feel it's completely over. I feel this year is going to be very tough. I refer to it as the pandemic hangover. And I really feel that we're kind of in that as people this year are still transitioning from the restrictions that they were had, from the working from home. You know, people are only coming in two, three days a week. So if you're in a central London gym, that's becoming very difficult because frequency of visits are lower. And they're making that choice of whether they want to continue with their gym membership, maybe back home, which is probably cheaper than a central London gym, or if they want to commit to being in a bit longer and a bit more in central London. And I think it's why you're seeing gyms mm-hmm. in specific residential areas or on the outsides of London, things like that. When you read those reports, they've all done very well and they're continuing now to do very well because they are where they're we're working from home. So they're continuing with those gym memberships and the central London gyms and pay to studios are still finding it hard. And unfortunately, we've we've seen a couple of them disappear in the last couple of months which is a shame for our industry
0: yeah it's very unfortunate but as you say i think people are adapting as best they can and you know working around the fact that you've got people coming in two three days a week so i guess that's where the lifestyle and community aspect comes in as well because everyone still likes to be able to see people and socialize and have fun not just the fitness element as well
1: and i think you know for us we really understood that was going to happen people want to go back on holiday they want to enjoy their weekends. They want to enjoy their bank holidays and everything like this is, is now really happening because for the last 18 months, two years, they haven't. So we launched more retreats this year and these sold out as soon as the flights came available because everyone just wants to go away, but they still want to have their health and wellness and they still want to do that. So it's amazing to see that kind of an element that people are buying into those type of ideas very quickly.
0: Yes. I was going to ask you about the retreats. Tell me a little bit about
1: the retreats. retreats.
0: Yeah.
1: Three, four years ago, I was introduced to an amazing man called Demetrius, and he owns a beautiful six-star hotel called Dios Cove in Crete. And he shared a similar vision to us. He wanted to develop health and wellness at his hotel to a level that hadn't been seen before. And he had all these ideas about basically having a 12 million pound refurb of his spa level and updating it to a complete health and wellness area with a BXR gym and everything like this. I thought this would be amazing. And we signed a deal and we partnered up to set this about. It launched um, the year before the pandemic in 2019. We took one of their tennis courts, we developed into a training area, we built a rogue rig, we put around £70,000 worth of kit up there, and that's still there today, and this is our basis for our VXR retreats. And every year we host four to six weeks, we fly out 20 to 30 people for six days of programmed fitness and health and food and nutrition. And these kick off again in two weeks' time, uh, which we can't wait. And then we do them in the shoulder months, basically in the shoulder months of May and October. But this year is also very, very special because this was the year we actually did the refurb of the whole Level 2. And so now we have a full BXR Dioscove gym there with four training areas. We've got a proper strength gym, same as what's at here in Marlboro. We have an outdoor training area. We have a cardio zone. We have a mind-body studio. They've also teamed up uh, with GoCo Spa and created this beautiful area which has spa treatments, has hyperbaric chambers, has cryo, IV drips, everything. So the whole level two now has just been completely redefined for a complete health and wellness facility with a BXR gym there. Gosh, it
0: sounds awesome. Yeah. I know <laughs> where I'll be heading. Yeah, we can't wait <laughs> to get back to out read. there. We are indeed. So yeah, no, it's
1: it's a brilliant it's a brilliant association we're really. Yeah, great have this. collaboration. Yeah.
0: yeah, and as you said, I think it's it's about adapting, isn't it? Because people do want to travel. You know, you're really having to read the plane, like the journey ahead yeah. is going to be about being mm-hmm. flexible and adapting to people's wants yeah, and exactly. needs.
1: And it's been interesting, once we launched this association, the amount of companies now who are approaching us and looking at their hotel and spa offerings and are talking, we're in talks with a couple of companies now who are like, how do we do this? How do we not be a, a hotel gym and a hotel spa. How do we become a destination? What do we need? And like I said, it's not just about redesigning with kits and equipment. It is about that community, who we bring, who we take there, and how it's spoken about, how it's marketed, how the digital offering and the pictures and everything that like, looks like. So I really believe this year, next year, the whole hotels, that whole health and wellness offering that they, they offer will greatly go up and that should do.
0: So is there anything, um, before I actually put you on the spot and, <laughs> and, and do a quiz <laughs> about wellness, yeah. is there anything else you wanted to add about your sort of your future vision or, future or, or um, any no other moments. things you're excited about with or <laughs> Do you think we've covered
1: it? Well, I think this year, like I said, I think it's going to be a tough year. We've got some very exciting plans. Uh, we're very much looking forward to our international projects and our UK projects. I think for us, um, we're going to work hard this year. We're going to reconnect with our members. We're going to be as flexible as we can and need to be based on response to what's happening in the wider situation, cost of living is going up, you know, people are still staying at home. So I hope that come September, areas can get back to normal. We have a site, for example, in Canary Wolf, we have one of our swept by VXR studios. And you've got Crossrail opening up there this year. So I really hope that that brings more people back to that area and we can redevelop those type of areas. And yeah, I look forward to next year and opening up more VXRs and Sweat so by VXR. Well, thanks. Thanks so much, it's Alex.
0: Pleasure. Okay, so I'm going to put you through
1: a quiz now. Go for <laughs> it.
0: So how do you define wellness?
1: Oh, the development of healthy habits into your daily life.
0: What makes you feel happiest?
1: Feeling healthy, feeling fit and healthy.
0: How do you prioritize wellness in your everyday life?
1: Setting goals and objectives.
0: How do you think people practice and promote, or how do you think people could practice and promote a more mindful life?
1: Set those goals, set a routine.
0: And what do you think the future of wellness looks like?
1: Healthier people, I mean, that's what we need.
0: I guess it's people being more mindful about their health and and choosing a a life of well-being.
1: Mindfulness, body and soul, 100%, definitely.
0: Thanks Alex for my question.